as if you might have been wrenched once prematurely and dangerously from my womb. But you were right on time. The 10th of June, 1979, and at two, as it happens, in the morning. Mike will do the talking. He knows. He accepts that it's up to him. On a Saturday, knowing you both, the morning will be half gone before you even appear for breakfast, and you'll need your breakfast. Then Mike will say that we need to talk to you. He'll say it in an odd, uncasual way, and you'll think twice about answering back. No, right now, please. Whatever other plans you had, drop them. There'll be something in his voice. He'll ask you to sit in the living room. I'll make some fresh coffee. You'll wonder what the hell is going on. You'll think your father's looking rather strange. But then you might have noticed that already. You might have noticed it all this week. What's up with Dad? What's up with the pair of them? As he asks you to sit side by side on the sofa, we've even discussed such minor details, you'll do a quick run-through in your minds of all those stories that friends at school have shared with you. Inside stories. Little bulletins on domestic crisis. It's your turn now, perhaps. It has the feeling of catastrophe. He's about to tell you, despite, I hope, your strongest suppositions, that he and I are splitting up. Something's been going on now for a little while. He's been having an affair with one of those young and picked by him women at his office, an Emma or a Charlotte, God forbid. Or I've been having an affair, God forbid indeed, with Simon at Walker's, or with one of our esteemed but importunate clients. Married life here in Rutherford Road is not all it seems. Success and money, they do funny things. So does being fifty. You're in tune with such under-the-surface stuff from your between-lessons gossip. It's part of your education, the hidden life of Putney. But then you're sixteen. Do you notice these days that much about us at all? Do you pick up on our moods and secrecies? We've had a few rows in recent weeks, have you actually noticed? And we don't often row. But then so have you. You're at a stage, don't think I haven't noticed, when that cord, that invisible rope that runs between you, has been stretched to its limit. It's been yanked and tugged this way and that. You have your own worlds to deal with. And you've only just finished your exams, or deal enough. This should have been a weekend of recuperation, and if you'd still had more exams to go, we'd have stretched our timetable to accommodate them. Let's not ruin their chances. Let's not spoil their concentration. Bad enough that your birthday last weekend should have been subject to your last bouts of revision. As it is, we've been tempted. Let's wait. Till after the results, perhaps. Till after one more precious summer. But we came back to our firm ruling. One week's cushion only. And since your birthday fell this year handily on a Saturday, forgive us. There's more revision. Exams can affect your life. So can this. Mike will do the talking. I'll add my bits. And, of course, when he's finished, he'll make himself open to questions, as many as you wish. To cross-examination might be the better expression. It all just might conceivably go to plan, though I'm not sure what the plan really is, apart from our rigorous timing. It might all be like some meeting that smoothly and efficiently accomplishes its purpose, 
but it can hardly be like one of your dad's board meetings or one of our cursory get-togethers at Walker's. That was all dealt with at the meeting. I think, anyway, you'll want to know everything, the full, complete, and intricate story, and you deserve it as a matter of record. Your father is gently snoring. I remember once you said to me, Kate, "'Tell me about before I was born.' Such simply uttered and innocent words, they sent a shiver through me. I should have been delighted, charmed, even a little flattered. You actually had a concept of a time before you were around, a dawning interest in it. You saw it had some magic connection with you, if you still thought of it maybe like life on another planet. How old were you then? Eight? We were on the beach in Cornwall at Carrick Cove. We had those three summers.